Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Brave Worship! Episode 37. You're listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Chrissy Nordhoff and Mary Beth Dodd. Brave Worship is all about encouraging women to write, lead, and live worship. Hey, hey, everybody. I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, it feels like it has been. Well, we've had a a busy summer. It's hard with summer, isn't it? It's just kind of crazy. Summer's crazy with no, like, structure. Yeah, you just think you're going to have all this freedom, and then it happens, and then you're like, whoa, wait a minute. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) la-di-da. Yeah. What is that quote? It's like, the days are... Oh, wait, that's about kids, right? The days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. How do we translate to summer? Summer would be like the years are short, but the summer's long. Yeah, yeah. But then it's over. I am kind of surprised it's over. Yeah. But at the same time, it was nice to have structure for the kids. And yeah. Say bye, kids. See you later. Have a good day, kids. Yeah. So all our kids are in school, except for Tater Tot. Except for Tater Tot. Yeah. We've got what? What are your grades this year? Sixth, Sex. fourth, and first. First. Okay. I was thinking he was second for some reason. So Asher's entering middle school. So that's middle a big school. Change. Yes. Oh my gosh. And he joined cross country team. He right? did. And he's in theater. Oh yeah. Theater. Which he loved. He was so excited. I couldn't believe. Because when we went to visit the school, they had like streamers dangling down, sparkly streamers over yeah. the door. And he was like, oh no. Like he wasn't so <laughs> sure about that. I tried to take his picture by it and he like dodged and ran. Oh, I was like, no. oh, this is awesome. I can't wait for all these embarrassing years. It's oh, going to be so fun. Here come the embarrassing years. I know. I can't wait. But he's doing good. So, and Great. you dropped somebody off. Yeah. So we took Alex to Lipscomb. And it's crazy. I mean, Tuesday was the last day I saw him, I guess. So it hasn't been that long yet. But it's just It's really been three weird. days. Don't you think we should probably go up and visit? Well, yeah. Like the same day, like we we just did this like formal goodbye thing up there. And um, all the parents and stuff. And we had to say goodbye. And right after that, I go, well, I guess I'm going to Trader Joe's. Do you want me to bring you any snacks? <laughs> and he's like, yes. <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Like I thought you were going to say he was like, no, Two Mom. grocery bags full of snacks for his dorm room. Oh, good. So, but That's really good. yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's just really surreal feeling. It's like just weird. You just can't believe it. So, like we're there. Here it here is. Here it is. Yeah. And Caden's in 11th grade this year. We thought he broke his ankle yesterday, but he just sprained it. Wheel. And Annie is in second grade. So she's at a new No, school. she's not in second. <gasps> Four. about why do i keep wanting to say second somebody listening has a second grader right now <laughs> sorry fourth grade oh my gosh oh my goodness yeah my brain's not working they just grow up so, so fast i just can't believe uh, it it's crazy yep it is crazy but 
And yes, we we got a new school in our neighborhood, so that's awesome. She's been begging to ride bikes. So today or yesterday, or was it the day before? Two days ago, I went to Walmart's and I got a bike. So now I'm riding her on my bike down. So there you're both back. riding bikes. Yeah. Are you wearing helmets or pigtails? I wear a visor. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just put a picture of me on Instagram today and it said, I will be hipster bike, it. but not so hipster hat. <laughs> what style would you describe a visor as exactly? I don't know. Any ideas? I just had to cover up my face because I can't get too much sun on it. I get freckles. So <laughs> there you have it, folks. Mm-hmm. That's there you about. have it. It's not on your Instagram. It must be it's on, on his. Oh, guess I yeah, should have known. His. I feel okay. a little bit like the Wicked Witch of the West. Is that the soundtrack that you hear? Oh my gosh, this picture is awesome. Okay, run, do not walk to Eric Nordoff's Facebook page and see the bike picture of Chrissy. I really don't care anymore. And that's kind of a problem because I I show up like half in my pajamas and half not. I am going to get a bike like that though. It's the cutest. It's I'm so just cute. happy and it has a phone holder. You're happy when you're on it, you're happy. I'm happy on it and it has right. a phone holder and a cup holder. And a picnic basket thing on the back if How you ever want to How are you going to get her home from school? Well, yesterday I rode my bike up there right before she got out and then we rode back together, but today she wants to ride all by herself. She'll so. be fine. She can do it. We'll see. She's so mad at me. She's like, no, you can't come in the car and follow me. I don't. She said, I want to ride my bike home. I don't want to ride my bike home with my mother following me in the car. (laughs) She did. Yes, she did. Oh, no. That's what she said. I feel like fourth grade is a little sassy. Oh, yeah. With Emerson, I'm going, Chris, I was thinking, did Asher do this at this age? Like, he just seems really. shifts a little. Like, they get an opinion more or something. Hormones start kicking in a little bit. What is happening? So, yeah. So, anyways, hopefully she makes it home. Well, we're off to the races. That's the good thing. They're in school. I've been to every orientation except one. So, I might have skipped a couple of ours. You did? Oh, my God. I didn't think I could survive some of those. I'm going to have to get the PowerPoint. It's just so intense. It just makes me want to take a bath. And you. You should try bringing an almost two-year-old to any <laughs> of these activities. It is really weird to go into middle school with a kid, a baby on your yeah, head. Yeah, it That's is. That's weird. Yes. It's a weird feeling, but yeah. anyways. It's okay. Well, we've had some exciting stuff launched this week. Yeah, we have. We have. We've had um, the course and the personality test was already out there. So today we thought we'd talk a little bit about the personality test first. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Everybody know about that. Oh my gosh. First of all, it's so fun. Who doesn't like those quizzes that like pop up? I know. On Facebook. Have you ever done those where you go down a rabbit trail? And then I'm like, that is not me. That is not me. (laughs) Or the ones where like they meld your face with an animal and like (laughs) there's so many. But people love that stuff. People want to know kind of, I don't know, their strengths, right? Their weaknesses, their who they are, how they're made up. I feel like identity is huge. And people, if you can take a test and figure out something about yourself, it helps you explain that a little bit. You yeah. know, identity. Uh, somebody so. said to me the other day, um, she's a great leader. And she said, um, I'm learning myself. I'm still trying to learn myself. 
Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking how true, I mean, how simple, but how true is that? Yeah. Like you think we've been with ourselves since the day day one, we would know, but we don't, we're still learning. We're still finding out how we tick. And the older we get, the more I think we do know what we love, what we hate, what we're good at. Being okay with not being everything or not having to feel like you need to fill every role or be good at every role. Yes. You know, like that's a big deal. Agree. And I feel like in the writing room, when it comes to the writing room, um, people will get very like, um, defensive sometimes about not being able to fill all those roles. You know, I've experienced that in the past because, you know, you're in the writer's room, you're supposed to be a writer. Well, when it comes down to it, you know, I started seeing over the course of probably, I don't know, more than a thousand co-writes started seeing, Hey, there's lots of different types of writers. It's not just music and lyrics, you know? Yeah. And that's how people always had viewed me before. They they would say, are you Melody or Lyrics? What are you? Mm. Um, and even as they set up co-writes, are you Melody or Lyrics? What are you? Which I get that to some extent. You know, there is some value in that. Um, but if you can look at it a little more in depth, I think it helps even more. I think that's good because I think we do oversimplify. We're yes. not, I mean, just even think of the body Christ, of Christ as a whole. There's so yep. many, there's so many gifts. So you take any personality test and they're going to put you in a category, right? Yep. But it's, they could actually break each of those categories down so many more times, yeah. you know, and then still it's not going to be the perfect fit because we're all unique. We all have that unique fingerprint. Right. right. Um, but I love it. I love that you've made a way to break it down a little bit more than just two things. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. So you can go online um, if you want to try it out. It's at www.christinordoff.com slash test, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so K-R-I-S-S-Y-N-O-R-D-H-O-F-F.com slash test. And it's also on Brave Worship. I think you can get there, braveworship.com. Um, if you see the personality test on the tabs, I think on the right, you can get there too. Okay, yeah. So it gives you a little option. Um to try it out yourself. But what I feel like is super important about taking the test is not only just learning about who you are, um, just for your own benefit, but also when you walk in a writing room, knowing what you carry, it helps you take all the pressure off of what you don't carry. And it also helps you to figure out who you would combine with well in a room. Um, because if you, continue to write with people that are exactly like you, you're going to keep butting heads and be like, I cannot write with that person. It's so mm. frustrating. Or writing a song and it's got a great strength in one area, the area you all have a strength in, yeah. right? But it's going to always have a weakness on the other side yeah. where nobody's gifted in that, in that room, you know, yeah. that'd be the weakest piece. So it's kind of like a lopsided tire, you know, like when it rolls around. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like that feeling. Well, I know we're not talking necessarily in depth today about the the songwriting course Mm -hmm. but that was one of the things i for sure noticed how cool it was to be paired up with people who had taken the test yep and being able to to say okay hey we're gonna go right in a room together and we have all these different gifts yes and knowing it walking in so like what is your personality oh well i'm melody okay that's awesome i'm you know content or i'm uh prophetic or whatever it really helps so what are the different Kinds. Yeah, so there are seven different types that I can see. Um, hearing or prophetic is the first type. Structure, which is what you got, right? Yeah, I think so. 
content, melody, chords and arranging, concept, and producer track. So those are the seven kinds. Um, I'm going to read just maybe the descriptions a little bit. I think that'd be great. Just, yeah. And even as I read the descriptions, one of these might stand out to someone and they might think, I bet that's me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also fun to take the test and confirm that. But um, so the first one is hearing and prophetic. These writers don't necessarily focus on either lyrics or melody. They focus on listening. They love truth. They feel responsible for delivering an accurate message. They are less concerned about following rules than about following the spirit and are always willing to write something completely different or new. So, um, not necessarily rule followers. That was actually my number one gift. That's me. Not a rule follower. I'm not. I was laughing. I totally am a little bit. Oh yeah. That's structure. Yep. Um, I was writing with somebody this week. Oh, I had to write Christmas this week. And I was, yeah, I'll just say whatever comes in my head sometimes. But I said, divine intervention. That would be an amazing title for a Christmas song, but we couldn't do it. But I'll have like just these crazy, like, you know, ideas. And once in a while you can do it, you know? Anyways, okay. Structure. So this is you. Structure writers are logical writers. They believe that order, rhyme, and syllable count are imperative to an effective song. They like creativity, but it is more important to them that the lyric makes sense and progresses and the transition in sections feel natural. I don't know if that was mine. Really? Was it? Mine's more like the concept. Oh, maybe it's concept. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, I don't care about syllables. okay. (laughs) Don't care. Well, we'll get to I need that person in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. That is not mine. Um, I think one of my best combinations is me with a structure person and a concept person. That's yeah, been one of that my makes best, sense. um, combinations. Okay. Content writers are gatherers of lyric. They are very conversational, both in and out of the writer's room. If there is a melodic space that needs to be filled, they can hear the lyric to match. They are great at getting things started and keeping things going in a right. They're very much talkers. You'll yeah. notice. We all know these people. We know who they are. You if know. You don't who know you anybody. Are. It might be you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. That is the truth. Okay, melody. These writers light up most when they hear a fresh, compelling melody. In their minds, lyrics can live or die depending on the music line they ride on. In a co-write, the melodic hook is the North Star that guides them. Their songs are always memorable because of them. So a hook, and I don't know if we've talked about this on here or not before, but the hook is the real catchy part. So um, like in Katy Perry's Roar, that da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, like that whole thing, that's sort of a musical hook. So if someone was leaning towards that melodic um personality type, those things would be most important to them in the right. Chords and arranging. Someone with this wiring is always experimenting with new chords and chord progressions. While writing a song, their mind zeroes in on which chords would best support the melody in in an original way. To them, what really makes the song stand out is fresh placement of chords. So 
I love it. We well, need those people. Yeah, we do. I need those people because I, I am not wired that way. Like when people start talking about cords, I really don't care. You're I try like, la, to. La, la, la. <laughs> I try to care. Like, Hold on, guys. I'm getting something prophetic. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, okay, here's concept. So this is you. These are the storytellers. They are great at mapping out the big picture of where the song needs to go. Is this you? Yeah. This is you in leadership, too. They help to make sure all the details that come out during the write fit into the overall goal of the song. They are the guardrails. Totally. And then the last one, producer track. A producer track writer hears an entire landscape of a song. When writing a song, they love to work on a track at the same time so they don't forget all the details they're hearing in their head. Many times their ideas inspire greater melodies and lyrics from the other writers in the room. That's all. I love it. All seven. And How fun. Yeah. I'm sure there's something, too, when people listen, just identifying with, you know, one or two, really. Yes. I mean, the test is going to give them their primary one, right? Yeah, if they take, I think you can pay a dollar and take the long test, the short version's free. But if you pay a dollar, you can get a long test and get exactly your percentages of, you know, which one. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. If you want more details. Very cool. So there you go, everybody. I love it. Well, and I like that it kind of is a systematic way to put things together. You know, we've talked a lot about what it looks like to try to put together a co-write and, yeah. you know, putting together a co-write in Nashville is probably a little different than putting together a co-write, you know, somewhere else right. where maybe you don't know of as many songwriters mm-hmm. or, you know, people who are, are trying to learn how to songwrite. Right. But it's a great place to start. If people yeah. have interests for them to go through that test and just kind of, you know, answer the questions and see where they fall. And yes. If you don't just get started, you're never going to start, you know? Yeah. And if you know this information ahead of time before walking in the writer's room and, you know, you feel free to share it with your co-writers as well. So, you know, sort of where, where they're coming from, because, um, it'll save you a whole lot of frustration as far as helping you choose the right rooms, the right people in the right rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I wish I would have had this information like 20 years ago, you know? Um, you worked hard for this information. I mean, <laughs> it took me a lot of frustrating co-writes to get this information for real. I'm sure. Um, and I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, do you ever have a frustrating co-write? And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, Just this morning I did. <laughs> absolutely. So yeah. Um, not that that will never go away. That's just a part of working with people in mm-hmm. general. You know, sometimes that just happens, but, um, but you can make better choices by having that wisdom ahead of time. So. Yeah. Well, and I think too, I think it brings a lot of confidence when you know, yes. hey, this is an area that's my strength that I'm gifted in. Uh-huh. You might not be as timid to step into, ooh, I'm really feeling like I want to say this, but should I? Should I not? Right. You say it because you know, this is the best that I'm probably going to bring in here. Yes. You know, this is my area. Yep. So I like that too. I think it instills that confidence and I think people need that walking into especially newer co-writes or... Yes. So I think that's really good. Yeah. And I know, like, even Friday, I don't know what Davis is. It's Friday right now. Oh, okay. Wednesday, maybe. I don't know what day it was. Another day. It was, Meanwhile, sorry, it was second grade um, when I was Before you got your new bike. Before I got the bike, I had a co-write, and I had to play piano for that co-write. And I can play piano, like, fine. I can read chord charts, fine. I don't love reading music. 
but I play more, I guess, by ear a little more. Um, but you know, in those type of situations, I can do it if I have to, but I'll say this is not my main gift, but I'm happy to fill in if I need to, you know? Yeah. But for me, knowing if I go in the writer's room and I'm playing piano, I'm probably going to have a harder time pulling out lyrics or content. Because you're distracted because by Because I'm that. distracted by the other, yeah, the other personality. I, it feels like I'm, you know, I have a split personality sort of that day. Mm. You know? Yes. So... What, on the days when I get to focus on my strength, which is somebody else's playing, I'm just up walking around the room, like worshiping, focused on content. I mean, you can sort of fill in both roles if you need to, but if you can only focus on one, I think it's better. Like yeah. your main strength, whatever your main strength is. Agree. That's so, the beauty of co-writing, you know? Yeah, it Coming is. Coming together with other strengths and... Yes. Creating something that's better than what you could have created on your own. It truly in that is. It took me a hard time to learn that too. Like when I was younger, I was really afraid to write with other people because hmm. I felt like if I had this idea and I had a certain thing in mind, how I wanted it to go, that someone else could take it a totally different direction and like mess it up. Yeah. And then you're stuck with it. And then you're stuck with it. But I, you know, I worked through it. And um, now I actually prefer to write with others because I know they bring strengths in the areas Mm. I have weaknesses. I love it. And just different perspectives, you know, that diversity of experience. And Mm -hmm. I love it. Yep. Cool. So go check it out. Yeah. So christynordoff.com slash test is where they can find it. Mm -hmm. So what about the other stuff that you're famous for saying? Oh, yes. I'm super famous for this. So visit us at braveworship.com, facebook.com slash braveworship. Find us on Instagram. And please, you guys feel free to reach out, send a message. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day. Bye. You've been listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Dove Award winning songwriter Chrissy Nordhoff and worship leader and music pastor Mary Beth Dodd. Visit braveworship.com forward slash free song and sign up for the email list to get updates on all the latest Brave Worship events, conferences, and retreats. Plus, get free songs to use in your next worship service, complete with chord chart and track. Also, find out how you can join Chrissy and Mary Beth in person at the next Brave Worship conference. Simply visit braveworship.com forward slash conference to learn more. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation, You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. 
Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.